What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by Mystery Ranch, built for the mission, but they are built for many missions. What kind of missions do you say? Well, obviously the mission of wildland firefighting because they make arguably the most comfortable and kick-ass pack out there on the line, but they make a bunch of other load-bearing essential load-bearing essentials. What is that you might ask? Well, do you guys like to hunt? Okay, they got a solution. Do you guys like to fish? Well, they got a solution. You guys want to backpack backpack across Europe? Well, they got a solution for that. They make solutions for everything, even EDC stuff. Hell, they even make briefcases. It's pretty awesome. Speaking of briefcases and backpacks, well, I don't know about you guys, but I've been preaching this for a while, but they are starting their 1039 scholarship series. Yeah, that's pretty rad. That's pretty rad if you ask me. And what is it? Well, Basically, if you're a temporary seasonal employee or hell, even a perm and you guys apply for this, you guys want to go back to school and kind of further your fire career or pursue some other avenues. Well, that will be coming down the line soon. I don't have exact dates when it will go live, but basically how it works is a portion of the proceeds from certain packs, which I will be releasing here soon, will go into a a fund of sort to uh, help you guys get these scholarships funded and uh, get you guys back to school, get some education, pretty awesome stuff. Not only that, they are also starting the Backbone series. And what is the Backbone series? Well, it is basically highlighting all of you firefighters out there in the field. It's kind of highlighting, it's a PSA, kind of like a, I, I don't know, like a story about what we do in the field, some of the trials and tribulations that we go through. And it kind of, it, it does highlight the wildland firefighter out there. So it's pretty cool stuff. I'm looking forward to uh, working with these guys and uh, helping out with this whole project, but you'll be seeing that coming down the road here soon. So once again, if you guys want to find out more, go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check them out. The Anchor Point Podcast is also brought to you by our premier coffee sponsor. Who is that you might ask? Well, it is none other than Hotshot Brewery. Kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause where a portion of their proceeds will always go back to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Pretty good stuff. Anyways, oh, oh yeah. Speaking of what they're already giving to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation, they are doing even more. So for every four gallons of hand sanitizer sold, they'll donate an additional 15 bucks to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation for a limited time. So if you guys want to go find out more, get some kick-ass coffee, get some slightly reminiscent of tequila, like really crappy tequila smelling hand sanitizer. Or if you guys want any of the tools of the trade to get your morning started off right, go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com. And while you're over there and while you're at it, definitely check out their merch. They've got a ton of awesome firefighter themed, wildland firefighter themed apparel sweatshirts and everything you can imagine. Hell, they even got stickers, but just want to give a special shout out to those guys because they are supporting the podcast by slinging our merch. Yeah. So if you guys want some anchor point merch, you guys want one of those fire fiend t-shirts or one of the band of brothers stickers or shirts, definitely go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and check them out. Bigger point podcast would like to give a little bit of a PSA today little public service announcements or raise some awareness, if you will. What about? Well, it is the issue of people going onto public lands and uh, not handling their business in the most proper way, i.e. taking a dump on the surface of the land and not burying it. It's disgusting and it needs to stop. But good thing is we got a good buddy in the industry that has started an awesome movement. What movement is that? Well, it is called the ass movement. What does it stand for? Well, it stands for the anti-surface shitting movement. Yeah. And iTunes is probably going to flag me for swearing, but I don't care because this is very serious. It's a funny name, but The movement is serious about conservation and being a true steward to the public lands. Pack it up, pack it out, bury it, do what you got to do. Just don't make a scene on public lands. So if you guys want to find out more and go get to know our buddy booze, Mr. Fire and booze over on uh, the old IG. Well, you can go find out more over at www.thefirewild.com and check out the ass movement and you can help. You can be a part of this movement actually. And how do you do that? Well, go over there and start slapping up some of his merch. They've got buttons. They've got patches. They've got pins. So if you have an article of clothing you want to represent, get a pin. If you got a piece of Velcro that's just begging for a patch, 
get a patch. If you happen to have a uh, place of public interest that needs to be reminded how to uh, conduct themselves on public lands, well, they've got stickers for you. So once again, go over to www.thefirewild and check them out. And last but not least, the Anchor Point Podcast is going to be brought to you by the Smoky Generation also known as the American Wildfire Experience. What is it, you might ask? Well, it is a digital collection, a digital archive of sorts of wildland firefighting stories dating all the way back to the 1940s. There is a collection of over 100 of these things. It's pretty awesome. So if you guys want a little trip down memory lane or you guys want to see some uh, perspectives from our peers in the field, definitely go over to www.wildfireexperience.org and check them out. Bethany has an awesome organization over there and she's actually paired up with uh, Mystery Ranch and Water Axe Pumps to help facilitate some $500 grants for you folks in the field that are telling the story of wildland fire pretty awesome. So if you guys happen to be a writer, a photographer, a blogger, a cinematographer, even, and you're telling the story of wildland firefighter, well, here's your chance. You can get one of these, uh, 2021 applications once they come available. I believe it's going to be in late season or early spring, uh, when they open back up, but you guys can have your shot at getting landing one of these grants. It's pretty awesome. So if you guys want to find out more, stick tuned to their socials and that's going to be wildfire experience or the smoky generation on IG. And if you guys want to find out more on their website, go check them out. You can listen to these. So some of these stories go over to www.wildfireexperience.org. views and opinions of this podcast do not reflect the views and opinions of the United States government, the Department of the Interior, the Department of Defense, the Department of Agriculture, the United States Forest Service, the Bureau of Land Management, National Park Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, or any private, municipal, county, or state firefighting organization, any law enforcement agency, any medical provider, or any contractor employed by any federal agency. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody had an excellent 4th of July weekend, and I hope you guys either got to A, see some uh, rural town fireworks, because those are sometimes, and uh, quite often in my experience, some of the best damn fireworks I've ever seen in the country. So, hope you guys are doing well. Anyways, today on the show, I've got a gentleman by the name of Sam Piercy. He is an AFMO out of Kaufmas there in Central Oregon, and he has combined his two passions, one of which is being wildland fire, of course, because we're all passionate about it, and his love and passion for fishing. And what did he do with this? Well, he created the Rippin' Lips Tournament which is pretty damn awesome. It is one of the largest fundraisers for the Wildland Firefighter Foundation, and I deeply appreciate what he's doing over there. So we're going to learn a little bit about how it came about, where it's going, how it all started. It's 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 pretty cool, man. And he has a digital derby going on. So despite what the COVID things are going on and all the state of events and state of affairs in the United States, well, we can still participate in this and still raise some uh, generous donations for the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my good friend, Sam Piercy. Welcome to the Anchor Point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. Today on the show, I've got Mr. Sam Piercy out of Kaufmas. How's it going in Central Oregon, my man? Good. Enjoying a little sunshine and lots of COVID regulations. Yeehaw. So much fun. I am so excited about COVID regs. <laughs> Dude, I don't know about you, but I'm super over it. Yep. That makes two of us, Brandon, and I definitely want to get back to a little bit of normalcy. Yeah, don't we all, man? So anyways, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, like you said, Sam Piercy, I'm an AFMO on the Ochika National Forest. Um, been in Kaufmas my whole career. And uh, this is my 25th fire season. 
Nice, man. I love it over there, man. I miss uh, messing around over there with the uh, old Redmond guys. Yeah, nope. Uh, get to play with the Redmond guys and uh, have Prineville there in, with me. And so, uh, yeah, get to play with those guys quite a bit. Oh, yeah, man. So you said you've been in fire for uh, 25 years? Yes, I have. Damn. All right. So you're looking, uh, are you looking to move up or are you going to keep it riding or what's what's your plan? We'll see. Uh, gonna roll the dice and we'll see what happens there. <laughs> nice, man. So tell us uh, what you do on the side. So um, I'm pretty sure that most of us are familiar with the Rippin' Lips Foundation there. And it's a humongous fundraising organization for the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Tell us a little bit about how you got into that. So uh, 10 years ago, um, well, 11 years ago, um, I got to hear see some videos from uh, Vicki Miner from the Wildland Firefighter Foundation uh, kind of really spurred me that I wanted to do something for firefighters. And also uh, a friend of mine had got ran over by a dozer in Texas on a fire. Oh, um, shit. And so we uh, uh, just made me want to do something for the foundation since they were one of the only ones out there that actually do something for us. And so, uh, 10 years ago, my wife and I started the Rippin' Lips Invitational. Uh, started real small. We just, I love bass fishing. So we did a small bass fishing tournament and uh, had a barbecue afterwards and raised about three and a half thousand dollars for the foundation. Um, then uh, that winter kind of thought about it and uh, I ne- I'm never satisfied with what I have. So, uh, and with my wife being the brains behind everything, she came up with some good ideas. And we're like, man, we should have a band. We should have food and beer and everything else. So I uh, started working on it. And uh, 10 years, let's see, that first year, I think we had 10 boats. Um, last year, we had, I believe it was 48 boats um, and raised just over $50,000 for the foundation. Ooh, that's a hell of a lot of money, man. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's a it's a fun time. We hold it the weekend after Memorial Day weekend. Um, the last few years have been at Pineville Reservoir because that's the only lake that's had water consistently in it that we could do it. And uh, it's turned into quite the two day event. We've had uh, a couple bands that play right on the beach. Um, we have Bridge Ninety Nine Brewery. That comes, they have a couple beers named after firefighters, the Pulaski L or Pulaski L and uh, Hotshot Hazy. Um, and so they have served those at our at our event. We have food, we have a live auction and a silent auction with the two totaling a hundred and thirty-two auction items last year. So nice. quite a few things. Nice, man. I'm a bit I'm definitely a big fan of hazy beer and now. With yeah. fishing, you know, nothing goes together better than fishing and beer. It's a good excuse right. to have a couple. <laughs> well, and when you were younger, you always did these great big parties. And now I get to throw one of the biggest parties in Central Oregon right on the lake shore. And it's all to raise money for a great cause. No, that's awesome, man. So you're uh, you're obviously passionate about fishing. So tell me a little bit about that. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, kind of grew up fishing, just love fishing. Uh, I, I like to go out and catch anything, but if I have my choice, I definitely go bass, bass fishing. Um, my wife loves to bass fish. She's definitely, I proposed to her on the lake while, while bass fishing. So, uh, <laughs> and I uh, actually got married at our favorite bass lake and left on the boat. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely a couple knuckleheads when it comes to bass fishing. That's and, awesome. Uh, trying to pair that with uh, um, our fundraiser. It just made sense to keep it a bass fishing tournament and uh, invite. It's pretty fun because it's any firefighter, first responder, their friends, their family members, all of them are welcome to join. And uh, so I think uh, our best number, we, we usually run about 500 people or so at our event. So it's great because if you don't like to fish, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but there's some out there that don't like to fish. Um, everybody likes good music, food, 
beer. Um, it's just a great family atmosphere and, and, uh, all our auction items are, there's something for everybody there. So. Oh, that's awesome, man. So as far as, uh, your fishing and how in depth you're into it, I mean, are you more of like a traditional fisherman or do you do occasional fly fishing? Uh, I fly fish on occasion, but mostly traditional. And so, uh, we, uh, I mean, central Oregon's known for its trout fishery. And uh, we do offer those folks that want to fish for trout. We do have the biggest trash fish award. And uh, that's anything that's not a bass is considered a trash fish. And we give a <laughs> price for that. So, Oh, man. No, that's cool, man. Uh, yeah, that definitely. Uh, I'm definitely interested in fishing as well. But uh, I just got this new fly rod that I'm going to probably break out this weekend here up in uh, California and go see if I can figure out how not to stick myself in the face while real casting. So. We'll see. I probably look like an yeah, idiot. It's always a challenge. Oh yeah. Well, I probably look like an idiot cause I'm like the only person out in like the front yard trying to practice casting. <laughs> no, I, I, I grew up doing that in the front yard. So yeah, I feel for you, Brandon. <laughs> that's Matt. That's awesome, man. So now you're very passionate about fly fishing, but you're also passionate about fire and these two things along with your wife as well. They kind of all three of those kind of coalesced and created the rip and lips tournament. That's pretty awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Like I said, uh, my wife's kind of the brains behind it. And when I first started it, I only thought about uh, fishing or hunting or camping stuff. She's like, man, you're missing a big crowd. The women want stuff and the, f- the fire guys want to buy stuff for their wives. So now we have salon packages, jewelry, all sorts of stuff. Um, and cause the, the ladies, the ladies want stuff too. And so yeah, we've ended up with like uh, fishing trips to Alaska, cruises, all sorts of all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, and so, yeah, it's with her finding, helping me find sponsors and reaching out. There's a lot of people that want to help and support the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Um, the brewery part uh, was was pretty easy. The, I mean, we all know firefighters like beer. So That's a given. luckily Central Oregon has a brewery on every corner and uh, they know firefighters like their beer. So um, we get a lot of support from our local breweries here in Central Oregon. And then uh, I have sponsors um, all across the nation and in Canada and up in Canada as well. So, so you guys have international uh, support for the, for the uh, fundraiser. Right. And so, yeah, it's, um, our fundraisers turned into pretty much my second full-time job. Um, plus it's been nice. I've been able to go out as a rep from the foundation to other fundraisers and help them, uh, not beat their head against the walls. Uh, when it comes to their fundraiser, I get to teach them some stuff that I've learned. So that's, that's been really fun. Um, is to go to Minnesota and some other places to, to help those fundraisers out as well. Yeah. And that's like a, that's a lot of work. I think, I don't think people really understand the true scope of what it takes to raise, you know, $50,000 or even $3,000 for a foundation for like, for a fundraiser, you know, it's a lot of work. uh, Ours is pretty cool. Um, One thing I I've liked that I'm proud to say is our event is a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the foundation. So you buy a shirt, you buy a hat, um, you pay your entry fee, you buy a beer, all that goes to the foundation. Um, if I need something, I try to find a sponsor that pays for whatever we need. And so uh, that, that's that been really helpful. Um, we have some amazing sponsors. Um, got some, um, we, every year we end up with some pretty cool swag. And so uh, all that stuff just helps us and, um, looking at what the foundation does is, I mean, you asked why I did it. Anybody that can sit and listen to Vicki Miner talk will understand why, why I do what I do. Um, and so she, yeah, the foundation's just a amazing organization. We wanted to do something. When I first started it, Vicki had called me and said, Oh, this is cute. You're putting on this little fishy thing. <laughs> and uh, I remind her every year of my little fishy thing. Um, but they, uh, uh, they, 
told me to reach out to Redmond Hotshots and Pineville Hotshots. And uh, we all know in fire, we're all competitive. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not reaching out to no damn hotshot crew. I don't need them. And my goal was to beat both Prideville and Redmond's events. And uh, I can happily say I've been doing that every year since. And so uh, it's just a good good competition. Um, this year, we were actually teaming up with Redmond Hotshots. Uh, and then COVID happened, so we weren't able to do that. But, uh, um, yeah, we're all there to make money for a great cause and help each other out. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's been fun. But like you said, it takes more hours than I ever want to count on how much I spend on this event. Oh yeah, man. It takes an army. That's for sure. I remember, uh, doing the golf tournament with Redmond hotshots and, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, it's hard. It's a lot of hours after work, you know, get off shift and you, you go pan the town, basically canvas the town and ask right. for sponsors. So yeah, definitely. Um, it, people ask me how long it takes and I, I tell them the whole year. I mean, I start working, the day after Rippin' Lips is over until the day of Rippin' Lips. So yeah, we're always up to something and coming up with new ideas. And and uh, yeah, this year, along with everybody else, COVID kind of screwed everything up. And so uh, had to change our plans, but we're, we're, uh, we saw how many fundraisers weren't happening because of, because of COVID. And that was going to put kind of our lifeline at stake if, uh, we know firefighters are going to continually get hurt. Um, so we, we wanted to make sure we were still able to raise some money for the foundation. Oh yeah, man. And that's the whole thing with this COVID, uh, BS that's going on. I'm sick of it. I call it BS. It's a real thing, of course. Uh, but I call it BS because I'm just sick of it. I just want it to be over with, but all these, uh, nonprofit foundations that rely on the generosity of folks like us or, uh, fundraisers like yours, it's hard, man. It's got to be really hard for them. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been in contact with the foundation and knew how bad they were hurting because of uh, lack of fundraisers this year, fundraisers that had to be canceled. And uh, talking with my wife and my committee, we were not going to be one of the statistics of not helping this year. Um it'd have been pretty easy just to throw in the hat and say, yeah, we'll, we'll get it next year. But, uh, we, I mean, all of us that are out on the line know, um, it's not when, or it's not if, but it's when a firefighter gets injured or or killed that the firefighters foundation is going to step in and, and we need to be able to help support them since they help support us. Oh yeah, man. And I have a pretty, I have a, you know, a direct line to Burke, and Vicky, um, I, you know, I talk to them on a regular basis and it's like every time I hear like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at this weird position where I'm kind of boots on the ground doing air quotes here, where if I hear something, you know, that goes down, it's just like one call to that to either Burke or Vicky. And they're like, yep, we're on it. They're always there to help. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely can't say enough about, I mean, Burke, Dina or Vicky, um, those, those three are, are probably some of the most amazing people I know. And, and, uh, any way that we can help support them, um, I'm definitely willing to spend some time knocking on doors and sending emails to sponsors to make it happen. So, Oh yeah, man, it's a lot of work, but it's for a good cause. So speaking of COVID though, um, how did that affect your fundraiser event? So this year our event was scheduled, I believe for May 28th or 29th was the original date um, because of COVID. Um, and this year was our 10th, we're going to be, well, it is our 10th anniversary. Um, happy 10th anniversary to us. And uh, so we had the um, fairgrounds booked at, in Prineville. Um, we were going to have kid bouncy houses, all sorts of stuff. Uh lined up to um, get the community more involved with our event and uh, see what the foundation truly does. Um, With COVID, we had to postpone that until September. Um, Now with the rules that the governor's putting forward, that's still not going to be able to happen in September. Um, So I had to hurry and come up with an idea and uh, talking with some of my committee members, uh, we decided just like all the fire briefings, Everything else that we're doing right now is all virtual. It's all on team meetings. 
all through apps, all all done through technology. And uh, as Brandon can can contest, I'm definitely not the most technically sound individual there is out there. But uh, I feel you there. I found an app, an app out there um, called Fish Donkey that uh, talk to them. They're, wait, wait, wait! What was it called? Fish Donkey. Fish Donkey. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, and so I went through a bunch of apps and uh, tried to figure out which one was the best one. Uh, talked to this husband and wife that owned this app, told them what it was for, and they bent over backwards to help us do something for the foundation. So um, we started off with our original tournament. And so it's a virtual bass fishing tournament. It's a pretty cool app, uh, super easy to use. Even I can use it. So I knew it was foolproof if I could use it. And then, uh, so I wanted to include every state that um, we have people fish uh, at our event. So it's open in public waters in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Um, I actually have some guys from Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, They're kind of my sister event that I go and help them. And they've came down and actually fished my event before. So uh, um, I'm kind of regretting allowing Minnesota to fish against Oregon folks. They're uh, they're doing rather well right now, but this means I need to go fish more and find some bigger fish. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this app does pretty much everything for you. So for 40 bucks, you can join fish and uh, we keep it open to firefighters of any kind, structure, wildland, uh, first responders, their friends and family uh, is who can fish this event. Um, was saying that I uh, put it out on our Facebook page got quite a bit of publicity we have I think 60 or 70 contestants fishing it right now um, some of the R5 boys got mad that I didn't include California in that so we created one for California only and uh, I'm going to say I'm a little disappointed there's only two people that signed up for California so far so you are five folks need to kick it into gear and get signed up. There's one guy that's just demolishing it right now in, in R5, um, but he needs a little competition. So definitely sign up. Same rules apply. Any public body of water is open and we are running our tournaments. They're both open right now and they're open until September 20th. And the reason I did it that long was for it I mean, across the West, it's fire season right now. So I know people go on rolls, um, are working later in the evenings. And so on your R&R days, your days off, uh, this would allow you to take your family, take your fishing buddy, whoever it might be, head to the lake and raise some money for the family. Hell yeah. They have clear till September 20th to, to sign up. There we go. We're looking at you R5 till September 20th. Pick it up guys. Come on. <laughs> and girls. Yep, exactly. So how does this app work? Is like, is there like a photo verification or, uh, there, like- yep. So you, you, uh, you catch your fish, you uh, grab your smartphone, you uh, hit the app button and it doesn't matter if you have service or, or no service at all. Uh, hit the app button you take a picture of your fish, you holding the fish, and then you take a picture of uh, the fish on a digital scale showing your weight. You input that weight into the app that shows the two pictures, and it automatically calls your smallest fish out and only keeps your five biggest fish. So it does all the thinking for you. And uh, yeah, pretty cool app. Haven't had really, really any problems. And the people, like I said, the husband and wife that run it, anybody has any problems, they call them and they sort it out within like five minutes. So yeah, they're super useful to have. Okay. That's good though. Cause I know that, uh, with every fisher or hunter, uh, there's definitely fish stories <laughs> where people are going to oh, try, try and bullshit that number. And that's good. There's some accountability involved in that. <laughs> there is. And, um, uh, it's kind of cool. Um, in the California, we're just running, um, the biggest fish and, and top five, your your biggest fish stringer of five fish. Um, and so the difference between how we do it now and my regular tournament is one, I mean, we've opened it up to a lot more bodies of water that you can fish. But P- 
people from the bank, from kayaks, um, people that have boats that don't have live wells. Uh, anybody can fish this. You don't need a live well. You can catch your fish, take a picture, release it. Cool thing is when you take a picture through the app, it saves it on your phone as well. So you have those memories. Um, and then uh, in the Oregon, um, Idaho, Washington, Minnesota, Wisconsin tournament, um, since that is the group that has supported me for the last 10 years, we also did a uh, under 16 group too. So we have some kids that are catching some pretty nice fish right now. And uh, you can get on the app and check out all their photos. Anybody can, if you're part of the tournament, you can look on anybody's photos and see what people are catching. You can look in the background and try to figure out where they're fishing and uh, try to go steal their spot. Go so, poach their spots. Uh, so it's fun. It's getting uh, a lot of father sons and father daughters and mother daughters out. And, uh, and people are spending some good family time right now out on the water. Yeah. That's one thing that kind of stood out to me is like, this is a good opportunity to take your kids out or your, your family and just go fish and have a, you know, a nice weekend in the, uh, in the lake out the, at the lake, you know, definitely. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, that's what our events always been about family. Um, we get stuff donated that is just for kids, stuff that's just donated for the ladies, stuff that's donated for the men. It's definitely for the family. And uh, one thing, uh, Vicky had came to one of my events. And of course, I'm running around with my head cut off because that's what I do, trying to... <laughs> trying uh, to manage the, ch- the, still, uh, still the, the shit show. Tournament, but still put out spot fires that are happening. And uh, she grabbed me by the arm and she said, wait, and it was the Friday night before our tournament. Everybody's camped up at the lake, just chilling, having fun. And she goes, look how much how everybody's just grouped up and talking. She was, there's so much healing going on right now. You didn't make a single dollar. You're making more, you're doing more for these people than you'll ever know. So that, that really stood out to me. Uh, I mean, in fire, we all know, I mean, we all get on big fires and we all see each other, but how many times do we get to see 50 different families hanging out and, uh, you're talking to their wives, their kids, your kids are playing with other kids. And uh, that's something that I really feel like we miss in fire is that opportunity to, uh, I mean, maybe you don't want people to know your coworkers. Um, I've had a few of those, but <laughs> Same uh, here. For, the most, for the most part, uh, seeing everybody just hang out with their family and having fun and relaxing. Uh, I mean, I choose to have it uh, right after Memorial Day. That's kind of before. Um, we start really getting busy in region six and so uh, have it then. So it's kind of our last big hoorah before fire season kicks off. And that's, so, a, that's yeah, a, it's, it's just neat to see all the families together. Oh yeah. And that's a big thing too, is like it brings the family together because during the fire season, typically we don't really go hang out with each other in like a family setting where, you know, it's, it's just like we're scattered to the wind and all these other different fires. And by the time we get off a of shift, we're too beat ass tired to go hang out and all this other stuff. So having stuff like this at like either the beginning, like that primer for the season and at the yeah. end, I think it's critical for like, like Vicky was saying, this is healing, man. This is, this is bringing the community together. Definitely. And I mean, we all know anybody that's in the fire community. Um, I mean, we're well aware of PTSD and all the suicides that are going on. So um, that's another part reason I do this is just seeing that and seeing people enjoy themselves and and not in a work environment, but just kicking it on the lake, drinking a beer, listening to music. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Hell no, it doesn't, man. It doesn't get any better than that at all. But yeah, man. Uh, so so as far as ripping lips go, you got the timelines. You said it's uh, September twenty, which one? With twenty fourth. September 20th is 20th. the deadline for it. For both tournaments, we'll announce the winners after September 20th. And uh, the winners will all get uh, some pretty cool prizes from our sponsors. And uh, I will, uh, as much as as much as this kills me, but uh, so, uh, I mean, I have all my sponsors for my normal tournament. Uh, started the R5 tournament kind of on its side and Hot Shot Brewery did step up to give the two prizes for uh, that tournament. So 
I'll give Hotshot Brewery some kudos, even though, like I said, it's killing me to do so. <laughs> You're working with that D-bag? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But uh, 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 I figured since he's a he's a R5 Cali guy, that he would uh, support those guys down there. Oh, yeah. No, he's a good dude. I just like to harass him every once in a while. Oh, definitely. No, I agree 100%. So, uh, <laughs> no, and definitely anybody that's interested um, can reach out to us through our Facebook page and uh, um, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And, uh, like I said, I, I, I stretch this out pretty far on who can fish this tournament. If you're, you might not be uh, on an engine or crew or anything like that, but uh, you work within any of the agencies or structure world have anything whatsoever to do a resource advisor, whatever it might be, you're associated with fire. You, you're definitely welcome to fish our event. Oh yeah, man. Now, so hypothetical here, I'm throwing out a hypothetical situation. Say there was a firefighter that, uh, happened to be a lookout on a day and happened to have, you know, a collapsible rod and reel in his pack and had a break, a very long break, you know, could they be eligible to fish in your tournament? Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I could care less if you're working or not. Uh, <laughs> so I, I will let you know when you catch fish, it does do a timestamp of when you caught that fish. And, uh, uh, so other people might see that, but, uh, besides that, heck yeah. Uh, I, I really like that hypothetical question. So, uh, yeah, I say go for it. Oh man. That hurry up and wait staging moment. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've definitely been there. I may or may have not caught a lot of fish during that moment. So, see the hurry up and wait. So the, they're kind of kind of glorious in the end, you know. You can well, just make the be. most of it. They, they can they can either be treacherous or they can be glorious one way or the other. Yeah, old mentor of mine. He said, "There's nothing more dangerous than a bored hotshot. They become but, the most destructive yeah, and agree. violent people ever." <laughs> I'd agree with that one. Oh yeah. So what's your plans? Uh, are you looking into doing some, uh, sport fishing yourself, like any deep sea stuff or anything like that? Um, yeah. Um, have a guy locally that, uh, was a veteran. He worked for the forest service and, uh, started his own guiding service out on the Oregon coast. Ooh. And my wife and I have been out halibut and tuna fishing with him. Um, like I said, I did have to turn him away. Uh, we were going to go, he asked to go halibut fishing, but I was watching all these people on the leaderboard of my tournament and I hadn't been fishing yet. Uh-oh. So I had to go catch some fish and, and get my name up there. Uh, the cool thing about this is, I mean, firefighters are competitive in nature. We all know that. And uh, so seeing your name get up there on the leaderboard and uh, that kind of has a cool, cool sound when there's a new leader on the leaderboard. Uh, it's actually a donkey making a jackass sound. So uh, it's kind of <laughs> funny at work. I know who all has the app because all their phones are going off. Uh, so it's kind of fun. I mean, all of us have different days off and uh, you're sitting there at work and all of a sudden you get ding that somebody caught a new biggest fish or is in the new, the new top three. And you're like, shit, I really need to get on the lake and you get out of work. And so, uh, uh, mix is competitive. Um, most of this is all about bragging rights. I mean, it, it's it's not a definitely a professional bass tournament by any means. This is for the firefighters, their families, and uh, kind of the weekend warriors to get out there and just enjoy time on the water and do it, raise the money for a great cause. Speaking of pros, do you ever have uh, like the interest of any pro fishermen in your neck of the woods for the tournament or for the um, yeah event? we've we've had some people i won't i won't classify them as pros but there's some pro-ams that uh really want to fish our tournament and in for our tournament here in central oregon we don't allow them to fish we did the first year and uh i mean we have people in in kayaks and pontoon boats and everything else uh, and uh, they had kind of brought it to my attention that if we let all these pros pros fish and we didn't make it about the firefighter that they probably wouldn't continue to fish. So, uh, we, uh, those guys fish enough tournaments. They don't need to fish mine. And, uh, kind of cool. My tournament is one of the largest in Oregon and I don't let any, uh, club or pro-am fishermen fish my event. 
benefits for the for the firefighters and their families. Yeah, I was about to say, man, that's uh, if there's any pros in that whole thing. I mean, yeah, it's cool to attract the attention of the pros. You know, it's kind of like some clout for the organization, right. but that's a huge unfair advantage to everybody else. Oh, like, I, yeah, my, myself, I don't know shit about fishing. I'm, right. I'm like learning how to fly fish right now. Right. So. so down in R5, I do not have that rule um, because there are quite a few firefighters and retired firefighters that have... Uh, that fish a lot of tournaments. So I did not make that rule in California. Okay. Those guys all can fend for themselves down there. So. It's just a fist for all. Just like, yeah, free for all. Just, yeah. Fisticuffs. Yeah. Just go at it on the lake. <laughs> Fight for the glorious spot. <laughs> Definitely. And that's the other cool thing. I mean, we talked about the kids that fish my event, but uh, I mean, you look a lot, we have a lot of retirees that come back and, and fish this year after year. And uh, so when we're all sitting around with, with the, uh, kind of our mentors that we all grew up fighting fire with. It's uh, pretty cool just to be hanging out with them on the edge of their boat, drinking a beer, telling stories and lies about who caught the biggest fish. So <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Speaking of mentors, a mentor of mine is uh, Neil. Does he ever go out to the, the, the events? So he hasn't, which I need to give him some serious grief about. Uh, and a lot of that reason was because the Redmond golf tournament was always uh, miraculously the same day as mine. Yep. Uh, This year we actually switched it where Redmond was going to be on Sunday and my event was on Saturday and we were going to work together. But like I said, COVID kind of screwed that, but kind of hoping in the future uh, you'll see Redmond hot shots and us working together, kind of supporting each other's events a little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's a funny thing too, is like, you know, if you want good excuses to drink beer and hang out with friends, there's nothing better than those two for to like pair with those two things than golf and fishing. So maybe, uh, yeah, that'd be good. It's like, you guys go over there, we golf and then, or vice versa. And then we go fish. That'd be perfect. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Redmond was going to actually hold it's their, it was their 60th anniversary this year and they were going to, they're looking for a place to hang out, drink beer, enjoy themselves. Can't really do that at rack. So, uh, they, uh, <laughs> no, I, you uh, can't talk. Yeah. I talked to, talked to the soup and, uh, they were all going to come to rip them lips on Friday night and hang out and have their own little booth at our event. So, uh, no, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, I mean, our auction, all that stuff's open to the public. We try to get as many people involved, our community involved, uh, let them know, uh, let them see, kind of see the firefighters and, and see who's protecting their homes out there and uh, then uh, what the foundation is truly about. So, Oh yeah. Well, that's a cool thing too about events like this is if, and even if the like general public shows up and like wants to kind of know more, that's excellent opportunity for outreach. Like you can actually tell somebody what a wildland firefighter does because everybody has that misconception like that we ride around in big red trucks and spray water on structures. And that's not the case. Make $500,000 a year. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Shit. I wish. (laughs) But yeah, man. uh, No, I I hope that this whole digital uh, tournament goes off without a hitch. And it sounds like you've uh, got a ton of people that are signed up for it. So yeah, it's doing really good. Um, Right before the podcast, I had uh, every Wednesday on our Facebook page, I'm uh, trying, barring any fires. Uh, we're doing weigh-in Wednesdays, and I'm posting all the latest fish and the leaderboards on there. And right now, the ladies are kicking our asses, so uh, um, they're, they're loving it. Um, I talked to the two ladies. The one has the largest fish so far, and the other one is uh, has the biggest stringer of fish. So, uh, yeah they're beating, they're beating us men down pretty hard. So Uh-oh. we better uh, step up. We got to get, we got to represent over here. Come on guys. Exactly. And so, uh, but yeah, something I, I try to do on our Facebook page is uh, not everybody that follows us is fishing the tournament. So I just try to keep everybody updated and uh, quite a few pictures of the kids that are fishing and their fish. And then uh, the leaders of our, uh, of the two tournaments. So Nice. And now what about the people that just want to throw money at the cause? It's a great cause. I mean, can you do that as well? Yep. So they can do it a couple different ways. Um, if they want to donate to the foundation, um, I'm definitely all for it going through uh, Rip and Lips. 
like I said, 100% of the donations go to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Uh, so you can either reach out to me. Uh, the easiest way is probably through our Facebook page. Um, like I said, I'm not the biggest IT guy, so I don't have Twitter or any of those other things. Uh, we're lucky we have we have the Facebook page. Uh, the Twittergram. But, yeah. So uh, uh, our Facebook page is Rippin' Lips Invitational. Um, you can message me on there um, or you can email me at spearcy, P-E-A-R-C-Y at the letter y mail.com um any one of those or look me up on facebook my personal facebook sam piercy and uh message me and we're working on a website um which covid kind of slowed down once our event wasn't going to happen i didn't get too too wound up about that but uh i can lead people to our website page and it has a donation button on that that people can donate through um I know going through our Facebook page, uh, hopefully tomorrow or the next day, I'm going to put some of our uh, merch that we have for Rippin' Lips. Um, we got some pretty cool hats. Um, the hats are from Hotshot Brewery and then Palm Leaf Leather, which Adam Tinkler uh, has in uh, R5, did all our leather patchwork on that. They turned out pretty badass this year, so I'm super stoked. It is, it is my lucky fishing hat, and uh, definitely willing to to sell some of those. We got shirts, sweatshirts, uh, silly pint glasses, and uh, one of our new things this year is, uh, like you said, board firefighters get get into trouble. Uh, <laughs> yep. My uh, son actually came back with an idea that he saw um, some event he went to, and. Uh, this place had uh, made koozies out of old fire hose. Thought that was a pretty cool idea. Reached out to our structure fire department and they got us a bunch of hose. And uh, so now we have a bunch of uh, koozies made out of fire hose with the Rip and Lips logo on it. And we'll have That's those cool. up for sale here soon too. Nice, man. And I can see the hat that you're wearing. Uh, nice yeah. job, Tinker. Nice job, Hotshot Brewery. It looks pretty badass. It's like a, yeah. a fishing rod and a Pulaski crossed. It's pretty badass. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's our logo. I get asked if if that's my family crest, and it might as well be. Uh, <laughs> at, at this point, so, it might be. Yep. Uh, so yeah, like I said, shirts, sweatshirts, silly pints, hats, and uh, some pretty badass koozies. Which firefighter doesn't want to be hanging out with his beer and a piece of hose and and uh, keeping it cool? And they actually work really, really well. And so uh, yeah, just kind of a kind of an odd thing. You don't see them out and about and uh, we actually have them. Kind of limited edition, so to speak. Yep, exactly. So oh, yeah. Uh, if you can think about it, we're not always the smartest people. So trying to figure out how to brand our logo onto old hose was a lot of trial and error, but we figured it out finally. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that we're not smart. I think we're just smart in our own regards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll go with that. There we go. We're fighting mother nature here. Come on. <laughs> Got to give us some credit. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. But then again, I'm vehemently aware that I am a dumb caveman. So at <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the same time. So cool, man. Uh, yeah, that covers pretty much everything about where we're going to get a hold of you and where we can ask questions and everything like that. But at the end of the show, I always like to give the opportunity to you to give a shout out to a homie, a hero, a mentor could be multiple take it away man so uh my shout outs are going to be to uh actually two ladies uh one of them is my wife who uh is definitely my fishing partner for life um as telling brandon earlier i uh proposed to her on the lake and we got married on the lake uh with without her um this fundraiser would not be where it is today and uh, my second shout out is to, uh, um, I guess, two two ladies, uh, Vicki Miner and Dina Pfeiffer from the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Uh, Vicki's kind of my second mom, and uh, Dina's my sister. And uh, we talk all the time, and, and there's nothing they wouldn't do for a firefighter, and which has kind of led us to want to do whatever we can to help them. So 
those are my shout outs. Hell yeah. Those are excellent shout outs, man. So, but yeah, man, uh, thank you. I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, if you guys are interested, which you should be interested because all this goes to a wonderful cause, the Wildland Firefighter Foundation, definitely go over to the website, definitely go over to the Facebook and definitely hit up uh, Mr. Sam here. We can get you set up. Definitely. And, thank you very much, Brandon, for having me on. Oh yeah, man. Anytime, anytime that, uh, yeah, go out there and get some bragging rights and support a good cause. Definitely. Time to rip some lips. <laughs> right on, Sam. Well, I'll see you later, man. Thank you for being on the show. All right. Thank you, Brandon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there we go. Another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast is in the books with Mr. Sam Piercy. Sam, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show and thank you for so much for what you do, man. Uh, yeah, that is something to be definitely recognized and something to be honored. Having one of the largest fundraisers for the Wildland Firefighter Foundation out there. Yeah, that's some uh, that's something to hang your hat on, man. I appreciate it. And the rest of the fire, fire community definitely appreciates it also. So yeah, with that being said, if you guys don't know what the Wildland Firefighter Foundation is, well, apparently you guys have been living under a rock so definitely get your 52 club memberships in there and if you guys are into fishing or hell if you guys even want to just like throw some money at the foundation definitely do so they you have no idea the amount of work that vicky and burke over there do and the rest of the folks over there at the foundation do especially for those people that are affected by injury uh, LODDs or any other thing that happens to come up in the line of duty. They're a wonderful organization and I wholeheartedly love them and support the hell out of them. So go over to www.wffoundation, sorry, wffoundation.org and check them out. They have some awesome merch and you guys can rep that stuff in the field or you guys can join up for the 52 Club, which is equally as awesome. I know I got mine. So where's yours stand up guys anyways special shout out to my sponsors uh yeah mystery ranch dude looking forward to the uh backbone series and that 1039 scholarship program everybody out there is definitely going to be uh turning heads once all that stuff goes live i'm stoked to be working with you guys hotshot brewery keep making kick-ass coffee and uh keep donating to the the wildland firefighter foundation and uh oh yeah side note man hey bro i got some serious like coffee withdrawals right now hint hint nudge nudge <laughs> booze over there at the ass movement dude keep it crushing keep crushing it man you are uh, kicking ass and raising some serious awareness there on public lands and i definitely appreciate it and last but not least bethany thank you so much over at the uh the uh wildland or i'm sorry geez the smoky generation yeah you guys are uh, crushing it over there and i definitely love to see all the people that have won those grants come out and uh, share their story about wildland fire anyways stay safe stay savage see you guys on the next one peace